Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I-team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5. Pardon my COVID voice. Me, 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 me. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. <laughs> don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. I'm the funny girl now, Beanie. Oh my God. Yeah, we're going to be talking about funny girl today. <laughs> well, not Jay, very Jay funny. Jackie almost didn't want to talk about yeah. it today, which I was incensed by. I said, we do a pop culture podcast. I, I heard about, about this on my Twitter feed, which is insanity. I mean... You know, completely out of context to just being like, that star and that musical could go fuck that themselves. And I was like, <laughs> okay, what is this? And then you find out about this whole situation going on with a girl named Beanie. Whole situation. And, uh, oh, man. you know, evil, uh, you know, I love our nemeses in pop culture. I mean, evil I, Leah Michelle. It's yeah, so it was evil bitch. And she can't read. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> she can't read. That? I forgot about she that. Can't she can't read. <laughs> and she can't The most damnable of all. You know what education. we need? We need an <laughs> First of all, Holden, thank you for blowing the whistle on Jackie, not including this story in Un- the I evil. Refuse. I hate Leah Michelle. I'm a whistleblower now. She's Did you just bring- ordain me a whistleblower yes, right now? Yeah, whistleblower. <laughs> you blew the whistle on Jackie. Jackie is only bringing it <laughs> so up the because only I-, thing I blew. Am I right? All right, people, come on. Hey, Calm down on, a little bit. I'm sucking dick on. over here. <laughs> I brought this up during me and Jackie recording Riverdale and Jackie was like, Both I don't want to learn about it. And then like five <laughs> minutes later, she's like, oh, okay. So, and thankfully she learned all about it for us. Here's the thing. You know, what they don't tell you about COVID is you're angry for days. And I was just angry while I was doing my research. And I saw that Leah Michelle got the fucking role in Funny Girl. And I was so mad about it. I don't want to look at her face. I don't want to talk about her. I don't care that she was great in sports. <laughs> Spring Awakening. I don't give a shit. I hate you, Leah Michelle. I'm sorry. I said it. This <laughs> is my COVID, COVID rage. Upset. This is a COVID rage. Yeah, this right is a COVID here, rage. Right? And if you're so. thinking, wait, am I listening to an old episode? Didn't Jackie just have COVID? You would be you correct. You can get it again. <laughs> you can get it again. And heed my warnings. I got it in the end of February. And here I am again. I know that like there's a tight turnaround, but I didn't know it was this tight. So grab those butt cheeks and tighten them up because we got tight turnarounds happening over here. And I am mad about Leah Michelle because you know what? I like Beanie Feldstein. I think that she's a delight. I think that she yeah. is but great it's not, uh, as Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. Like, like Leah Michelle came in and was like, it's my role now, mama. But here's the thing is that she kind of did. This, really? this is exactly why we yes, need to talk about it. Dude. Because everyone's mad and I don't know. 
yeah, I don't know yeah. who's right. I don't know who's wrong. And I know we hate Leah Michelle. I, I wish sure. that on this show we had like a little card catalog system where every time we mention a celebrity's name, we could know all of the things we have learned about them on this show, right? Because like yes. we've learned so many things about Leah Michelle, but it's hard to remember. I know she's a bitch, but I forgot that she doesn't know how to read. <laughs> we know she's racist. We know she doesn't know how to read. That's canon. <laughs> and that she also is just overall not only just racist, but everybody says she's just a bitch. Yeah, she's just a horrible nightmare to work with. But this is all yes, until from she's not Glee or from her other work as well? It's from from across the board, uh-huh. it seems, but especially from Glee, that she was very much a, it's, it's everything, it's your worst nightmare about, especially if you're like day playing on a show and you show up and the cast members are just like, cut off from everybody else where it's like they don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. She straight up told a person that they couldn't sit at her table at lunch. Like this is like old school mm-hmm. bitchery. Right, right. But I, you have to you have to appreciate a little old school bitchery though. You know what I mean? I guess but the racist bitchery <laughs> right, and like her and being that. dragged when she tried to support BLM and like so many cast members were like wait, 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 wait. Um, Excuse me. So we don't like Leah Michelle, but here's the thing, Holden and MJ, that Leah Michelle has been gunning for this role since she first got Glee. Like she has been, she's had online campaigns trying to get this role. She's always wanted to be Fanny Bryce, and she was doing great in Spring Awakening. And here's the thing: this funny girl version that Beanie Feldstein is. The was the lead of is also directed by the same person who directed Leah Michelle in Spring Awakening that there was a dock out about with her performance of Spring Awakening she was killing it in Spring Awakening you could still be talented and be an asshole uh-huh. mm-hmm. and this is Leah Michelle okay, so we're not taking away from her talent we, we, we will no. acknowledge that she is a good musical theater person she can sing okay. she's got the pipes on there so everyone assumed that she was going to get the role of Fanny Bryce before Beanie Feldstein got it. So it was a surprise when Beanie Feldstein got it. And here's the thing, what it seems is that a lot of the reviews of Beanie Feldstein were kind of tepid. That she's very talented, but was it really embodying the Fanny Bryce? Just based on the, I literally was just looking at like the trailer for the musical, I guess. I don't know what you call that on YouTube. And uh, I could even get a sense that like, She's fine, but it wasn't like that rain on my parade. You know what I mean? I just brought it. I'm going to actually say, should I be funny, girl? (laughs) Honestly, I think you're being a good Fanny McNeely over here. Oh, my God. And let's see that Fanny. Oh, it's juicy. Oh, it's covered in a viscous sludge. I'd say take a load off Fanny, but I think I just put a load on Fanny, if you know what I mean, because I'm blowing people over here. Unbelievable. But yeah, yeah. I think I just nailed that in a way that I feel like she did it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, all right. So, you'll get it after (laughs) Leah Michelle got it. But first, (laughs) Leah Michelle finally has to hit the stage. She's finally going to get it because Beanie Feldstein backed down months before she was supposed to end her contract. We still don't know quite. She hasn't come out and said, obviously, why she's backed out of the role. Um, I would assume a lot of this hubbub had to do with it, or maybe it was just the reviews. Maybe it's the fact that it got snubbed by the Tonys. It could be lots of things. 
But the news was just released that Leah Michelle is taking her role. And this, again, everyone was so surprised when she didn't get it in the first place. Uh And now that she's got it, people are so mad that she got this. But then it's not only mad, but it's also clashing against the people that are like, she was born to play this. So it's just the theater people online are ripping each other apart because of it. Because again, like I said, the same director as Spring Awakening, so he was familiar with Leah Michelle's work and her wanting to be in this. So there was a reason why she wasn't cast. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was just that he wanted to work with someone new, and that's fine. Well, so, I, all right, so I'm gonna re- I know you just said why everyone's mad, but I'm gonna rewind and ask you to say, could you help me understand why ev- it seems like everyone's mad on Beanie Feldstein's behalf? Is that just because Leah yeah, Michelle's it's a this bitch? Weird. Well, yes. well, but did Beanie Feldstein <laughs> say as much of like, but? They, I, Beanie said, like, oh, they decided to take the show in a different direction or something like right. that. And uh, but is that direction just like they don't the direction of not me being in it or who knows? Maybe she, because they, apparently the the people running the show were surprised about her exit. Uh-huh. OK. And that is at least the narrative that is being put out. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and make up a narrative of my own that Leah Michelle was bullying and like creating an online campaign against her. I don't know if that's true or not, uh-huh. but I would definitely put down that nugget of like something happened here to this poor woman to back down from it. And maybe it is just... Maybe it was just her ego just was done and was like, you know what? Fine. Fucking have it. Uh-huh. Because I feel like I could get to that point, couldn't you? And Jane Lynch is also stepping down and people that's are anticipating. That's the thing I was about to mention. I think right. maybe that is the key, right? Is like, oh, that's interesting. Like, But Jane Lynch, who also worked with Leah Michelle, yes. is stepping down, who plays Fanny Bryce's mother in Funny Girl on Broadway. And she was supposed to stay, but now she is leaving the production on September 4th and Leah Michelle is starting the production on September 6th. That's so funny. That is so, so funny. So, <laughs> She's so like, when's your start Lynch? date? Okay, let me right. put in my resignation. Couple right. days before it, it goes to show that they don't want to work with her. Uh, right, right, right. That's You gotta be pretty bad to be like, I will work up until the day you arrive. Jezebel's breakdown here uh, says, I haven't heard that word in a while, right? Uh, said, uh, Feldstein was quoted. <laughs> I was say, I don't know if we always trust it. An anonymous okay. source claims, uh, this is page six reporting though, because everything has to be reporting something someone else is reporting. It's all right? aggregated. Just, yeah. Uh, but anyways, page six reported that anonymous sources claim that Feldstein was, quote, basically fired. And, quote, Beanie feels attacked by everyone around her. She's like, you brought me here in the first place. Freedom is just around the corner. Beans, says Jezebel. Wow, they're so sassy still. They never but lost the sass. wouldn't you want to, like, wouldn't you feel the same way? I'd be like, fine, have her then. You fucking want her so bad? Have her. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. I think that we are, <laughs> I think I'm under, it's, it's crystallizing to me. And I'm remembering the details about why Leah Michelle is so bad. It's not just that she's a bitch, but the race and the like very public unapologetic racism. And, yes. and I think that, I guess what I didn't understand about the Beanie Feldstein bit is that like, I feel like we are all now like 
B.D. Feldstein was great as Monica Lewinsky. I thought that impeachment was kind of like a mon- real Monica Lewinsky, the real person. Like it was just like a kind of victory lap for her, which is fine. Uh-huh. She deserves a victory lap. Honestly, though, watch Book Smart. If you want to love Beanie Feldstein, watch yeah, she's, Book she's Smart. Totally she's totally great. great yeah. in it. She's a really talented And she did great person. as Monica Lewinsky. Don't get me wrong. I think why we're claiming this, because it's the it's like an amalgamation of like the high school play right. and the like yes. Yes. underdog nerd girl, though she's all right. that. Right, girl right. got yes. replaced by the evil popular girl that everyone yes. hates and i think that's why we're yeah. flipping out uh, collectively about it on i think Twitter that's exactly whatnot. right hold it and i think that the fact that she played monica lewinsky in a show that was created by <laughs> monica lewinsky and monica lewinsky being like perhaps the most famously wronged woman of the 90s uh-huh. like right, associates her with someone getting as an underdog who was yes. wronged right like right. as somebody who was i think that we I, maybe this is just me i now associate with bd feldstein like a yeah, go you that fuck everybody else. You got fucking fuck right, you know, cuz she yes. cuz she did such a good job playing Monica Lewinsky. So, I think I'm conf- I'm I I wonder if there is right, like you said Holden, there is like there is a lot of like each person here represents something a lot bigger than each of them and it is extremely high school musical theater drama. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's why. And then, and the fact that, like, you even I'm, I'm looking at a tweet right now. This is if Leah Michelle proves anything, it's that cancel culture is not real. Being white and racist means you can still achieve your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so it's also just this this huge anger for multiple different reasons that the internet has exploded over this because, like, usually. Broadway news is not <laughs> yeah, right. on the headlines of celebrity right. gossip. Right. No one gives a shit about Broadway. I mean, I give a shit about the Great White Way, but not everybody does. <laughs> which is why, yes, yeah, I said it. Yeah, you're the always great screaming about the Great way. White Way. <laughs> you're always yelling about it. every time we hang oh, out. Oh, damn it! I'm telling you, I'm just saying it's funny. That's the Great way. That's the Broadway melody. <laughs> But I, in my COVID angst, didn't want to look at Leah Michelle's face. I hear it. <laughs> That's fair. I think we've. Co- I think I certainly feel like I'm walking away. F- the, the, I'm walking away from this episode, but 13 minutes into this episode, I'm walking away. Well, there goes a, MJ. Bye. Well, they're walking now out. All right. I understand more. Again, at yeah. first, it's easy to look at the headline and be like, "Yeah." We, we root for B.D. Feldstein. We hate Leah Michelle. Yes. But I also understood that there was something bigger and more musical happening, like more that it had more to do with the characters and perhaps the text, you know, in terms of the play itself. But it seems like it's kind of about the, the, the show itself. It's kind of about who each actor is, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Very much so. Very saucy. Interesting. I wonder if she'll get, like, blood poured on her during the opening night or something Whoa. fun like that. Stay tuned, my pretties, for Chaos Reigns. I just, I wonder, it, like, I don't think that there's any way that an egomaniac could step down. But, like, with all of this out, like, backlash, no. how could you do, like, how could D- you never, do it? It would never stop. Dude, a diva Broadway person will never be stopped from playing the role they are they thought they were destined to play. Totally. Like yeah. that will never ever I've seen so many fucking bitches in my day <laughs> oh, like yeah. no matter what 
you know, stomp on anyone and anything to get the lead role. Like, you know what I mean? You know who I'm, you know what I mean? There's, there's oh, about exactly three to five ladies from Florida State. I think we all uh, <laughs> would equate to Leah Michelle a little bit here and there. So, yeah, yeah. There's nothing will stop a Deve from getting her like, I'm the, oh, what was me? I'm a funny girl. You know what I mean? They right. love yeah. it. And people like this, they there's not, there's no amount of criticism that could ever like reach them because it's always just turns into, it fits into their narrative of how like people just don't get them or like, you know, they've had to overcome right. such adversity of like people hating them and calling them racist. Yeah. Talk about being like the hero in your own story. Right. You know, I mean, this is. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially when you're going to call a 17-year-old a whole-ass snake. Yeah, sorry, you know, Doja Cat. We'd be talking about divas. We're just a 17. If he was, like, but no. four years older, yes. this wouldn't even... This is almost a non-story, too, Doja. Okay, let's break it down before I just Ugh. immediately launch into it. Do Doja not Cat attack calling a 17-year-old boy online. Yeah, don't no, run Doja up Cat. that hill. Don't run She's up that running hill. up the hill. Running up that hill. And she made it deal with God and God said thou shalt not call out a 17 year old for uh, posting private DMs when you should have you hey the classic case of you played yourself yeah how are yes. you gonna not play yourself in this situation where you're trying to hook up with some actor all right so anyways what's his name what's the fucking kids stupid kids name no he's fine Quinn. don't come after me all right all the all the people went after doja cat he's like he's only 17 we're talking about noah schnapp from stranger things will. the 17 year old actor who plays will and uh doja cat essentially went into noah schnapp's <laughs> dms and so there's just something about uh -oh, the last did Snap into a DM? Yeah! <laughs> I'd rather her had snapped into a Slim Jim, but she didn't. Instead, she snapped into Noah's DMs. Oh, God, COVID brain, COVID brain. And said, Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no, does he have a girlfriend? And they are talking about Joseph, who I guess plays now. Can you guys enlighten me? You guys both watch Stranger Things season four. He's Eddie. On Stranger and apparently he's very hot. I right? actually am so baffled by this. I don't think he's that hot at all. Even Gideon thinks he's hot. Everybody thinks he's hot. I'm missing something, but he is like he has like. Is a, he an adult on the show? Like what are he's we... supposed to be like 18 in the show. He is fully 29 okay. years old. By the way, MJ, I think actor. you might be missing that Gideon is gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd watch him and this dude. Yeah, I support I it. Watch Gideon, you know, Gideon thinks that Eddie. I watch in Stranger Things is hot. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I, for one, think that uh, I'm thirsting for the other new guy, um, you know, number one in Stranger Things. Oh, pee pee? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I can't. All right, please, Jackie. We can't even. Everyone's in a different spot in Stranger yeah, I can't do yeah, any spoilers. Yeah, I'm not going to talk oh, about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean Jackie's in no spot? Jackie's She's in no spot. <laughs> she refuses to be a part of the zeitgeist. She's kind of in a spot, though, because Jeff's watching it. So she's like, I'm absorbing it. She's standing she's next to us. Seeking sister wives with such an ad as opposed to the thing and everyone's no watching. More. Also, though, Oh, oh my god, MJ Mormon no uh, more. Is there a on third Hulu. Mormon documentary I need to watch? Watch Mormon Jesus no more. God. Yes, we talked about it on talking TV. Wait, okay, Please wait. We it. cannot Okay, the thread keeper has returned. <laughs> the thread keeper! It's me, the thread keeper! The thread keeper is back. Eddie. Uh, 
Eddie. Because here's the thing, people, It's a, this is important because everyone's thirsting over Eddie. Everyone loves Eddie. Yes. He is a 29-year-old yes. man. He is playing like the high school old, like the, you know, so the reason Gideon loves him is because he's like the guy who who's the Dungeons and Dragons master. He's like gotcha. the he, he plays guitar. He loves Metallica, and Love he it. like looks kind he's of like long Van, hair. he's got long hair, yeah, very eighties long hair, and he is the 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 Dungeons and Dragons guy that the kids play with. And but he's he's very it's very it's good it's a good is this like Griffins and Gargoyles like at Riverdale where they have to play D and D for their lives? No, it's more like oh. they're actually tapping into. I think fairly in a fairly well done way, they're tapping into like the eighties satanic panic thing. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's fun. It's gotcha. like Eddie is like the wrongfully maligned uh, person in town because he plays guitar and he plays Dungeons and Dragons. So everyone in town, like the West so Memphis bad. Three, yeah, yeah, the West Memphis Three. Exactly. Historically, people there was a hilarious time in our country when people were worried that Dungeons and Dragons was a satanic yes. practice. Uh, there was this whole crazy time. We talk about it in the Dungeons and Dragons episode of Was the Bruce. Back to you, MJ. Right. So I think that the satanic panic stuff is really fun. But so Eddie is the new is one of the new characters in this season. He is 29 year old man. He's playing a teen. It's fine. You know, that's par for the course. I just can't emphasize yes. enough. He's 29, which yep. is relevant to Doja Cat because she's also in her late 20s. Yes. And so she mid. could thirst after him mid. What, what is it? 26? 26. But she's acting like she's in her early 20s. So I'm trying to give her a little bit of credit <laughs> and say mid. So she's thirsting for Joseph Quinn, which again, everyone on earth is and so she she asks the 17 year old boy uh as articulated by jackie they have a little back and forth and the 17 year old boy noah thinks it's fun that doja cat dm'd him and so he posted screenshots of the interaction and which also doja cat flipped out doja cat flipped out <laughs> and let us just point out that doja cat had already tweeted how fine she thinks joseph quinn is so it's not like no one knew doja cat had a crush on joseph quinn it's fine everyone knew. you yeah. told everybody already but then noah schnapp told everybody in this by posting these screenshots you know never post screenshots of a of a you know, private conversation in my But he's opinion. 17. He's 17. You know what I mean? And he's like, 17. Do it all the time. Yes. B, it doesn't even make her look bad. She's like yes. asking if he has a girlfriend. It's I just cute. don't understand. So if she had just let it be, she it would have been one great. thing. great. Everyone would have been like, what a fun thing. Yeah, it's just the part where she went after uh, 17. That was the weird, that's the weird <laughs> part. She's 26, he's 17. It's just very, uh, you know, it makes her look 21. And for a second there, I thought she was. I had to look up her age. I was like, oh, well, if she's like 22 and he's 17, that's not you know that that's me but yeah it's just not she she did an instagram live where and you know how on instagram live there's like all these like filters and stickers coming so like she's doing this she's really pissed off she's doing like a like a pretty pissed off instagram live but there's like a million like splats and stickers all over her face and she's like and she's like She's like, I don't know how old you are. I don't think you're like 19. I think you're younger. She doesn't look up how old she's like, but I don't, I know you're young, but like posting private DMs is like some snake shit. And so she calls this little boy a snake and it's not nice. Leave that child alone. Especially when like I saw some tweet that which I completely agreed with that was like, I thought the exchange between Doja and Noah was cute, but the way Doja's reacting is just annoying. Like he's 17. If you don't like it, Tell him to kindly take it down. The way she reacts to things publicly is just so ew sometimes. So ew. Yes. She would have come off looking 
cute and fun if she had let it be at him posting. Yeah. Even if she had messaged him like, hey, don't post private conversations. Yeah, don't post my shit or just yeah. or just said, see you later and just, you know, didn't. Right. Especially your Doja Cat. What does it matter? You could do whatever. Yeah, like, everybody loves you. Everybody loves you yes. as much as everybody loves Joseph freaking Quinn. And now, but now everyone's like, wow, Doja Cat. Like cyberbullying a seventeen year old, some snaky ass shit. Snake shit. I mean, you can't be clowning on some snake shit, son. All right, no. And you certainly, I mean, speaking of trouser snakes, more like Uh you have to talk about what's going on. Elon Musk and Nick Cannon, unbelievable. And Nick Cannon. First of all, Trump will never be okay. I get that he went off on Elon, and it's like entertaining. But I hate the part where everyone's like, "He still got it. He's still a funny guy." And it's like, no, I don't. uh, Sorry, just that's a side comment. I'm so sick of everyone being like, "Wow, Trump's really." Gave Elon a good one today. We like him now, maybe, guys? Do we like him? Just like, no, no we, we don't. don't. We'll never like it. It'll never be fun. No, it's like watching the two worst people in the universe take a shit on each other. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I, guess I guess this is rewarding. Yeah. But. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, he's like, yeah, I could have made him get down and beg like a dog and he would have. You know, it's kind yeah. of, I understand the pleasure in watching the, the devil it's take like a shit on another devil. It's like watching a snake fight a spider. It's yeah, like entertaining right. on a certain level, but you're still disgusted by it yeah. you kind of want to turn away the whole time although you, you I know? think that there's probably a lot of spider and snake lovers out there that don't appreciate that comparison that is true I no. want to apologize to all my spider and snake lovers because <laughs> that's the reality I'm living in right now MJ I have to just apologize formally to spider and snake lovers good lord what a, a serpent w- never sheds its skin <laughs> except that's exactly what it does no <laughs> We're talking about Elon Musk. The news came out that he essentially had, he has had more children recently, and it is a bit of a Nick Cannon situation, which is great because Elon Musk tweets out, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis, a collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far, is the tweet that he put out. Who has uh, Elon Musk, who has already fathered nine children. And of course, who decides to respond on Twitter but Nick Cannon that says, right there with you, my brother. And (laughs) here's the thing about the original Elon Musk tweet, and I'm not going to go fully down the toilet here in terms of the politics of Elon Musk, because there's no need. But his obsession with the birth rate is like, it's eugenics, right? Like he, it's, he, it's fascist. He all of his tweets about the declining birth rates, this all taps in to this like Tucker Carlson existing framework about like it's white panic. It's like panic that there's like that whites are not going to be the majority anymore. Like that is Elon Ooh, Musk. Is that yeah. The thing? Yes. Like the, the, oh, the his. Elon, and, and so this interaction with Nick Cannon is like just gross and annoying with two disgusting men. But Elon Musk's obsession with the birth rate taps into this like takeover, immigrant takeover fascism thing. Ew! Yes. <laughs> that's even 
de- more disgusting. Yes, yes. You know, Elon Musk is like has is a propagator of like a lot of really really bad right wing ideas, and his obsession. Oh with my the white god! This ring. just in. He's taking over Jane Lynch's role. He's <laughs> no. gonna be yes. He's oh. acting opposite uh, Leah Michelle in Funny Girl. Oh no! Yes. He's gonna be playing Fanny Price's mother. I think he's gonna do a bad job. <laughs> well, no, apparently, actually, some people. It says here he's got a voice of an angel. He's got the golden <laughs> gift of song, says this article from Vox. <laughs> We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I sent you guys this. And by the way, didn't respond. I sent them the tweet. Um, and then I saw Jackie post the tweet on her Insta. Oh, yeah. Didn't respond to my text, which was fascinating. No, I felt like a I bit of a snub. Didn't. Felt like a yeah, bit of a yeah, funny girl I'm... myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When I texted, I'm the snake now, dog. You snake lover. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at a snake lover and a spider lover right here. Yeah. How do you feel about it right here? Snake lover stuff? Yeah, I'm a big bird, even though I think what? really big birds eat snakes, but that's why I love this snake so much they fill my belly. <laughs> well, how, yeah. well, Nick Cannon's got a garden snake for your fucking ass. No, yeah. I don't want that kind of snake. But he's not going to put it in your ass, I'll tell you that much, because he needs to, you know. No, the underpopulation. <laughs> yeah. We need to be dealing with this. Unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Nick Cannon responded, and yeah. It did pass people by. This is the big, I think one of the biggest eye openers uh, I've had uh, being a part of page seven is this crazy Nick Cannon situation. I mean, the guy is, uh, to me, he's like a Batman villain. He's like a rogue gallery member. He's, you know, but he's like, his superpower is like impregnating females across the country. I mean, it's it's uh, terrifying, you know, what he's doing. He's going to create, he's going to create an army. They're going to raise up. He'll be like the rat king in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Like, I legit want to hear somebody with the expertise talk about what it is that motivates a guy like Nick Cannon to have so many kids and what it is that motivates a guy like Elon Musk. Again, I think with Elon Musk, it's general, like... Sires, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, right, like, it's... They're both, obviously, egomaniacs, but, but with Elon Musk, there's also this, like, you know, white supremacist, like, propagate the species type of thing. Well, does this all just stem from a fear of death? Doesn't this all come from that? I mean, isn't it the same for both? I think at this, so. At the I end certainly the feel day? no less afraid of death now after having kids. In fact, I feel more afraid of death. I thought. Well, it yeah, would but I think the, the mad afraid. rush to like spread the seed as crazy yeah. as possible is like this. We actually stems from a a crazy fear of 
non-existence, right? I, I would think say. that's, yeah, I think that's fair. Deep and down also subconsciously, yeah. Another random thing about Elon Musk, right, is that like one of his kids is trans and uh, and just kind of came out like I think last week or the week before and Elon Musk is like a virulent transphobe and right. so like there's all that these things fun. about Elon Musk where it's like, oh, the richest man in the world is motivated by like some petty personal beefs just well, like and Trump, also, you know? That came and then like and there and the the child that also came out as trans also publicly is changing their last name from Musk yeah. to have nothing to do with their father. Yeah, that's a good for them. <laughs> Which like good for you? Hell yes! I mean, take take your own you know body autonomy back, and you shouldn't have anything to do with this evil evil man. Even though would be great to go to Mars. <laughs> I'm just throwing can, that out. We can there. like Mars while still disliking Elon Musk, although I don't want to go to Mars. Yeah, I'm not going no, to fucking Mars. I don't want to go to Mars. I want to watch people go to it Mars. Would be and be like, you get it. Yeah, yeah, get Mars. Yeah, you do. You bring a book, Holden. Space too. You get up there, it'd be amazing for a day, and then you'd be like, okay, seen it. Yeah, I just yeah, feel like I would have that, a headache the whole time. Like the way yeah, I always just... have a headache on a plane, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'd be like mad. Well, what about the new space pictures? The, the whole like web telescopes, new images of the galaxies. Like that was I didn't include that because that really has nothing to do with right, celebrity right. gossip at all but how freaking cool is that i'd take it or leave it <laughs> yeah i said i similarly was underwhelmed by the by the new <laughs> glimpse into the galaxy it leave it jackie i'd rather oh watch a snake God. battle a spider my friend <laughs> i'm the snake i'm the you, you both threw me under the bus about the leah michelle thing but you both think that the web telescope's new images of the galaxies <laughs> are take it or leave can it can i also say that it's it's funny to me that you have COVID. You're a funny girl. You're the funny girl. You're both the funny girls. That's what yeah, we both get now. Babs and Babs. We got Babs one and Babs two. You can decide who gets to be. Uh, listen to my cackle, Jackie. It sings to you. <laughs> Don't make me. My problem with the space thing is that I didn't look up the details about why it's such a good picture of space, and I was just like, yeah, it looks like space to me. Yeah, it's some space juice no, right there. That's some space insane. sauce. It's what space looks like all the time. It's Tell me about why it's so good. It's like a great, it's like, this is like, you see so many galaxies, so many like clear pictures of galaxies. And what they said is that all this is, is if you hold up a grain of sand an arm's length away from it and you look up at the night sky, that's the amount of sky that is shown in that picture with that amount of galaxies. See, this it goes to show how plentiful our Rain space sand shit to me. It's insane. I, this is, thank you for bringing this yeah, up. And I'm what's sorry. more fascinating <laughs> than a grain of sand? I wow, was like, so grain of sand. I was like, is this, I was like, are all the galaxies miniature? Like, honey, I showed right. the kids tiny galaxies that are the size of a grain of sand? I see. You're oh. saying that what we're seeing in it's that picture is so such vast. Such a small fraction of what the Just vast universe has. Oh my God. And I it's see. grasp. Yeah. I was so, I was yes. really picturing all of those galaxies shrunken down it to fit inside a grain of sand. That's why right. I was struggling last uh, night. Yeah, but it's gotcha. like, dude, I've seen Men in Black. I've seen the end of that movie. I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hold it. You're still, you're still Babs one and two then. If you don't see that this is amazing. Mine was no, just, just confusion. Confusion. you know. 
conceptually have been there, done that. You know what I mean? It's There's like, just oh, so yeah, many of those so specific tiny. galaxies. They've never been seen before. This is like a part of me. Like it's never been seen before. Right. And the fact that it extends that, but and maybe again, I have been had COVID. I've been alone and I have been sad and right. I have been high. So maybe I needed the Webb's telescope pictures <laughs> over the last five days in a way that you today. guys yeah. didn't. No, I think you're the normal one you're in this normal scenario. One, it is normal sure. to see space and feel happy. Right. Right. Something's wrong with me. I and just Holden. again, it's just when everybody gets <laughs> hype about something, you know, it's just like okay, you know what I mean. Well, that's Space. because you're a contrarian, Holden, and you yeah, hate everything yeah. that makes people happy. I do. I, I, I was I just confused about dislike. why this space was more special than other space. Right. But now I oh, get yeah. it. Well, I'm getting some yeah. supporters out there for command dances. Actually, I've definitely had some oh, people come out of the woodwork you? and say, "Yeah, I hate it too. It's a scourge on the nation." <laughs> you wait for sure. You wait till my wedding. Y'all are gonna ruin. Are you the really day. doing? Are you doing cha-cha yeah. slide at your wedding? Of course. Oh, you better. Jackie. That is, I used it as a veto. We have a veto system. We both have vetoes. And um, I, Ooh. Jeff said, I don't want the command dances. And I vetoed it. And I used <laughs> wow. one of my so three Jeff, vetoes. Jackie, so Jeff agrees with me. <laughs> that she does, that he does, I he doesn't agree news. with you because he likes people to smile like that's the difference between the two of you guys is that jeff enjoys people's enjoyment but not a huge fan of the command dance i need to talk either. to jeff about this i had no idea you're burying the lead jackie yeah. that is a huge oh, deal that is here. big news well i want to know what you vetoed i want a little bit more of a glimpse into the veto yeah system. what did you veto oh well i mean i vetoed that that's what yeah, i, I that was your and, veto. Um, vetoed his veto yeah you yes, vetoed his veto so that's i feel like it's a broken system him at this point no that's that was his wish and oh. i vetoed his wish oh. and he has vetoed me <laughs> wanting to walk down the aisle to whoop the adams yeah, family yeah. there it uh-huh. is and that was vetoed on his side and that i understand that would have been fun. as well i i bow down to it yeah, yeah. you gotta have vetoes you, you have, have to have vetoes. a veto system so is it just gonna be the cha-cha slide or how many command dances are we gonna f- be forced to endure i can't not have the tootsie roll oh like the tootsie God, roll has like you have to have the 69 boys how about the are, Cupid are Shuffle? Are there any moments we're allowed to freeform dance, or are we going to be forced <laughs> to get in line as if we're in some sort of a dystopian uh, future? I feel like I'm in 1984 right now. You know what I mean? I've got, oh, are you like the minister of command yeah. dances? And I'm yes, talk I'm to big you. sister instead of big brother. And I go, ah! <laughs> I'm going to be watching from above. Now raise your hands. Now spin your hands around. <laughs> now sit on the floor and lick the ground. Yeah, and I'm going to have a bop it on every table. Oh every my table God. gets a bop it. Yes. Simon says bop it themed. <laughs> Everything and we're just being told what to do and how to. What a nightmare of of massive proportions. What song could Jeff suggest that you would veto? Mm. Oh, uh, probably something from her last, like a Beach Boys song or something. I guess, but I honestly, I've taken a lot of that music back, back. Yeah. So I, I, there's not a whole lot that I'd be like, never, never at this wedding. Um. So I don't, I can't even think of anything up off the top of my head. Right. Like I guess the Winnie the Pooh theme <laughs> song, I'd be really weirded out by. Like if Jeff is like, we have to have Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that'd be weird. Winnie the Pooh, I'd be like, stop it, no, not at my wedding. This is a good question actually for us. A little detour here. Is there a song like you cannot? not listen to just in general just like because of something in your past or just cotton eye joe is very difficult for me 
that's sad. I would dance with you to Cotton Eye Joe at your wedding. That's possibly annoying song. There's no Cotton Eye Joe at my wedding. Not a lick of it. Now I have time to mourn that before the wedding. Thank you. Why do you guys have a song that's like a Mm. nay no? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't want to get into it, but I had an, uh, my crazy ex really liked Bright Eyes, so that's kind of grating to me. Uh-oh. Sorry, MJ. Oh. I mean, don't play Bright Eyes at your wedding. Although yeah, I think play I did play some, at least some Bright Eyes at my wedding. I mean, you could have a couple Bright Eyes songs. He has a couple of good love songs before they all yeah. get sad. Yeah. They right, get really right. sad. I mean, uh, Holden, you hate Omaway. I do hate that song with a passion. You hate the Omaway song. I didn't even think about Yeah, I fucking hate that song. I'd say, like, that. That song, pretty much any song that has vocals like that, like blue, ba da bi da da bi da bi da I hate that song. I hate the one that has the hamster dance. I love hamster dance. That's my favorite website in college. I love hamster dance. But you love the hamster dance. You you be that go against yourself. Disney's Robin Hood, which is classically has one of the most fuckable Disney characters with Maid Marian in it, and just the music from that is so good. And Little John. And Little John was super fuckable and suckable. That guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, one of my first sort of I feel like genitals moments uh was with Maid Marian from Disney's Robin Hood for so sure. You're fine with the hamster dance. I l- <laughs> What's the other what one about that has those? Scat, mad, beep, bop, bop, bottom up. You know, I think people, this is definitely the contrary to me, but I hate how like obnoxious the internet is about what does the fox say. I love that that's over. I hated how, I hated how, why did you just do this? It's so internet cute. It's so boringly internet cute. To me, it's like the internet that that encapsulates. Oh we MJ. all have to like these things. It's so silly. I can't believe the noises the man's making and the vi- it's just like not. It's you just, just po- unlocked a memory for me, MJ. I remember dancing Gangnam Style with your mother at your wedding. <laughs> I want to dislike Gangnam Style, but it's an undeniably good song. Yeah, I like, that's want to hit that song, you but can't. it's so undeniably uh, solid in every way and holds up like a... Every time I listen to it again, I'm like, God damn, that's a good-ass song. Great song. Yeah, that's sometimes the internet shit breaks through and I'm like, all right, that's fucking solid. Sometimes people are right about what's good. What does the Fox say is the encapsulation of the annoying person who's like, I'm so random. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what a Fox says. That's not what it's all. I'm so (laughs) random that like, I'm going to do a song about what the fuck it's just lazy internet cute garbage bullshit listener right now is furious at me i'm talking to you <laughs> no Ew. are they upset no. in their car on the way to run errands at Nobody's the upset. tj max and if i'm weirdly right how f- much are you freaking out in your car right now <laughs> but also how great is a tj max i'm uh, such a maxinista it. yeah absolutely should we talk? <laughs> I know we have the celebrity well. conspiracy theory. Is there anything else we want to cover? Uh, I appreciated the rabbit hole you took me down on Ezra Miller. Yeah. Uh, with- We're going to talk about Ezra Someday. Miller at some point, And I just need, we need everyone. need to talk about Ezra Miller. We need to talk about Ezra Miller. It is a downer, but I'm just saying I feel 
that Disney is burying the lead on what a very scary person Ezra Miller is. Yeah, it's a little and over the top. It's yeah. very over the top. If you don't, if you have it, there's like there's barely any headlines about it, which is crazy. It's another me. Leah Michelle story too, where I'm like, actually, to me, the real lead is that fucking guy that got replaced, who was playing the Flash on TV. You, you, that guy must be furious. Yeah, that he played the Flash on TV, and then Ezra Miller played him in the movies, and now Ezra Miller has been bumped da- uh, bumped out of it because of all the shit going to watch on. watch your replacement be such like a fucking maniac and like totally undeserving with their actions outside of the role of like getting that gig over you. Oh, it's just like it, re- it just speaks to me. So, but yeah, he's um, you know, I just feel like it's it's uh, he's another clear example of like the Hollywood machine just sometimes people can't handle it, man. There's something wrong with that. And for good reason, because it's a shit show. And I just think that he's a great example of someone who, like, can't handle getting that famous that quickly and getting that validated that young and that quickly. Just does something He's very good at playing a psychopath. Well, I mean, think about what it does to you just to go up and, like, be mediocre at something on a stage and everybody congratulates you, whatever, right? Like in the school play. I don't know. I've wow. never been mediocre. <laughs> funny girl. <laughs> Interesting, you like snake loving funny of girl. Of butter. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a funny girl competition, see who sings it better. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> My yeah. Maybe not while I have COVID. Um, But also, Ray J did get the second tattoo of his older sister, Brandy. Yeah, this is... Tattooed, he has hit her full face tattooed on his leg. And I think if I found out that Henry got a full... My full face tattooed on his leg, I'd ask him... If he needs something else, are you missing something in your life? Is there something that you need? Like, do you need to go somewhere and, like, have a sit for a spell? Because I that's very scary. I think that's scary. Honestly, I just think that the quality of the tattoo is so shitty. Cool. I think I was actually not so horrified by it until I saw the tattoo and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this thing looks like shit. I mean, maybe You're not it's horrified on purpose. By it? What if Avery showed up with your full <laughs> face tattooed over his entire I'd back? I'd fucking make out with him. I'd kiss him. <laughs> I'd kiss him in front of everybody, bro, for a really long I mean, time. I'd watch it. I know you'd I'd watch like, it. You gotta be souping oh, me, dude. but I will watch that. You'd be in Bean Flick City fucking watching that. You'd be flipping out on that. I have to for research. No, Jackie, you can't watch only half a tape. That's not how it works. You would have to watch all of them too. You can't like cut the tape. You'd have to put like maybe construction paper over the device you were watching. Yeah, I can put some good (laughs) shit. I'll put some construction paper over it. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Uh, Here, this is a fun one. Hit me with the share. Do Do you believe it? Is Harry Styles bald? Oh. First, we had no ears for what's her fucking face. Which, Which also, oh my god, that po- the picture I posted with both ears on um, Avril, Avril Lavigne, Lavigne. Yeah, how many people? And I just want to say thank you so much for the people that are like Photoshop, right? Photoshop. <laughs> ever heard of Photoshop? Totally Photoshop. You so got funny. that's such a shop job. Here we go. This one comes in from Megan, who wrote. Holden, my best friend I've never met, I need you to know. I was scrolling TikTok and came upon something that was so slanderous, I didn't believe it at first, but I'm leaning towards believing. Is Harry Styles bald? 
This TikTok first caught my attention. Uh, then Megan links to a TikTok from Abby.Henry, who makes an interesting observation. Meg oh, goes on, yes. I was shocked, appalled, and disgusted someone would suggest such a thing. The TikTok goes on to say that a, bl- a blind item of a male celeb with a huge female following is actually bald and wears a hairpiece. It goes on to mention that Harry Styles has said that it's not difficult for him to go out in public and not be recognized, which, like, how? He's a massive celeb and I just don't see how he could pull that off. He would have to change his entire appearance to pull this off until this follow-up TikTok and the linked TikTok was taken down. So I don't even know what the follow-up TikTok was, but there's more. Uh, There was a follow-up email from Meg, and uh, 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 Meg says, and I don't know about you, but I'm leaning towards believing I don't want to, but maybe I'm shook. Do you believe Meg? But wait, there's more. This is the follow-up email. Meg sent him this part to email. Okay, Holden, I'm bored at work and don't want to do my work, so I'm researching searching my Harry Styles bald theory. I said it like yes. that. <laughs> I found the picture of James Dean with a massive receding hairline, uh, which was attached to the email. Uh, as we all know, our absolute queen, Taylor Swift, dated Harry Styles, and she famously wrote style about him. I know that, okay? You don't need to tell me that, Meg. It's one of the Whoa. most important facts don't about her. Don't turn this against that Meg. Song. What are the lyrics to that song, Holden? You know I'm belted out. You got he's that bald, James bald, Dean daydream oh. look in your eye. I got that <laughs> red lip classic thing that you like. And when we go crashing down, we come back every time because we never go out of style. We never go out of style. You got that long hair slicked back white t-shirt. Whoa. Did Taylor know about she the hair piece hair. and make a dig at him <laughs> in style? Wait a second. Wait a second. What? So just because she mentions <laughs> How dare you the stop, hair, how dare you stop this. Means that means she knows it's a hair. <laughs> that she knows it's a hairpiece. James Dean. It's a real deep cut because she doesn't say you're bald. She says you have hair. So it's. But she also says you got that James Dean daydream look in your eye. A reference to James Dean. James Dean had as a Mick receding says, hairline. James Dean uh, always but they're talking has about his beautiful, eyes. amazing hair as does Mr. Style. Almost known for it, right? It's been theorized that James Dean died before he could go bald, but he was well on his way. I declare Harry Styles is bald and Taylor Swift knew and wrote a dig in style about it. This far-fetched, this is far-fetched, and I'm probably wrong because I feel like I'm making shit up, but I didn't want to work, so I did this instead just for you. You're welcome. Thank you, Cope and Megan from our Twitch community. Greatly appreciate it. I've got to be honest. I heard a whole new conspiracy in this conspiracy, which is that James (laughs) Dean died so that he wouldn't go bald. Go bald! (laughs) (laughs) What, do you believe either? Do you believe either of those theories? I believe that James Dean, when he chose death over going bald, I do believe that. And Copenhagen, I love your due diligence. I'm glad that you spent work time. I'm so happy. In fact, I hope anyone, if you're sending in a celebrity conspiracy, I hope you're doing it on company time. Do it on the clock. Please get paid. Do it on the clock. Love the diligence, I don't know if I can agree <laughs> with it, however. But apparently Dumas, Dumas also has said that the word on the street is that he's bald. So I think that a lot of this comes I from feel Dumas. like, how is that possible, though, yeah, in I mean, all he's got honesty? very good hair. It's kind of very famous for his hair. Yeah, and it just seems very not a wig. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know how wigs work, though. Part. Sometimes... Lexi will always make comments about people's hair and stuff, and I never know. Like, oh god, those extensions are terrible. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and I'm like, oh, I guess I see the lumps. 
on the extensions. <laughs> just we do that a lot, you know what I mean? But it just yeah. seems like that is his actual. But, you know, I so I don't know if I believe, but MJ, do you believe? Uh, I definitely believe that James Dean chose death right. rather than going yes, bald. Definitely. No question yes. about that. Gotta go out on a high note. He's a hair martyr. Yeah, I, I believe it too. I struggle to believe this one because I do... Th- picture every time I picture Harry Styles I picture the roots of his hair coming out of his head right right <laughs> so <laughs> so I think it's a no from me dog I apologize okay. oh, alright sorry Meg that's, sorry, that's a Megan. big no but we do really like, like the, the initiative Steve though yes please send more take more company time to research yeah. more this is the exact please. flavor of conspiracy we love so please yes. keep it coming yes. do not be discouraged thing is very good uh, <laughs> alright well that's it for me on conspiracy theories Jackie well I guess it's time for the list oh, oh who's, who's on the list, list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Actors who got discovered in really unique ways. This is a good one. Really, really interesting. Yes. This there's some of them that just make me mad Uh as someone that um had to work for a really long time, like Chris Pratt, who was just uh he was waiting tables at a Bubba Gump shrimp in Hawaii. Of course he worked at a Bubba Gump shrimp. Yeah, that's actually (laughs) generic guy. Generic. He's just generic the man. Yeah. Yes. And that he was, and that there was an actress and a director that was sitting down and eating. And they were like, essentially, they said, like, the director said, You're in the movies, right? I always wanted to be in the movies. And like, that's what um, Chris Pratt said to her. And she said, You're cute. Do you act? And I was like, Fuck it. Goddamn right I act. Put me in a movie. I hate you, Chris Pratt. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. But now, but then he was in a movie that never got seen, but it was the beginning of him being bit by the acting bug. (laughs) Now, I think that there's stories like this, like Charlize Theron, which I had no idea that Charlize Theron studied ballet in New York, but she had, uh, like, got a really bad knee injury. So she decided to try to start acting. She moved to L.A., got some modeling jobs, but then when she was attempting to cash a check from a job in New York, the bank teller refused to give her the money because it was from an out-of-state check. Charlize argued her case with the clerk to no avail, but things ended up working out anyway. She said, I was trying to cash my last check from a modeling job, and they wouldn't because it was an out-of-state check. The bank wouldn't accept it, so I began pleading with this teller to help me. If I didn't cash that check, I wouldn't have had a place to sleep that night. I was begging and pleading, and a gentleman came over and tried to help. What I didn't know is that I was auditioning for a guy who would end End up being my manager. On the way out, the man who'd helped me gave me his card. He said, if you're interested, I'll represent you. And there's times like that where it's like, that's so crazy to me. That when you're so broke, like, you know those times. Yeah. When you're like, I need this check so fucking badly. When you are publicly like, I don't care. Like, I will plead. I will throw myself at your feet. I have to have this money. That, like, it ended up getting her a job, which I think is really fucking cool. Yeah, I like that one. That's... That's like a fun discovery story. Yes. And then there's like the Danny Trejo story, which read or, or listen to the audiobook of him uh-huh. reading his own audiobook. I listened to parts of it with Jeff because he listened to it. And man, what a great storyteller. Danny Trejo is 
amazing. And Danny Trejo um, also, he served time in prison. And while incarcerated, Danny became a prison boxing champion, a lot like Archie in Riverdale. And um, eventually he was released. He began a career as a youth drug counselor. Many years later, he received a call from one of the young men he was counseling who said he was surrounded by drugs at work and needed some help. So he goes to show, he showed up to go help this kid. And when he arrived, he was surprised to discover he was actually on the set of The Runaway Train. And the film was going to feature a scene where a character fought in a prison boxing match. On top of that, a fellow ex-con recognized Danny from his time spent boxing in jail. And pretty soon he was offered a part in the movie and the opportunity to train other actors for it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that he just like showed up to help somebody and then ended up getting a job from it. And then that's, you never know, man. Being a good person does does work out in the end. Put that good energy out there. You never know. What I feel happen. like also in Leah Michelle's case, it, it works out to be a complete asshole too, though. So <laughs> be an ass, be a fuckface as well. Yeah, they, I guess. Yeah, it just depends. If you lean well, it more depends on if you're face, white, and don't rich. lie to yourself and pretend. Oh, I'm so good. I'm so nice to be able to just be terrible, and you'll probably <laughs> rise to fame as well. I say. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Or you can do something like when you're working as a FedEx employee and when you're 14 years old, you rent out a studio to record a demo and sometimes you just need to be overheard by the employee that was making a delivery. I'm talking about Mandy Moore. Wow. That while she was rent while she was recording this at age of 14, it just so happened that the man also knew the head of Urban and R at Epic Records through some mutual friends, and her demo was sent off to the label. This is also very I mean, Mariah Carey did the like, you listen to our Mariah Carey pop history episode of like someone that literally like hand to hand handed out her demo tape walking into places just being like, listen to it now. You should put it on. You should listen to it, which is like a kind of confidence I could never imagine. That's actually extremely nice about Mariah. Yes. Yes. And Mandy Moore, just like that someone just helped her out and then she was able to go in and talk to like the dudes at the studio and they listened to her tape and they ended up signing a record deal wow. right then and there you never know when it could happen i can't believe, you can't believe it <laughs> that's my list oh right and i'm sticking to it that's a wacky list jackie for sure isn't it wiki wiki wacky oh it's hip-hop jackie I'm wacky guys. jackie it's watch wacky, out it's hip-hop star wacky jackie <laughs> And she's got COVID. Just, um, I just fall apart. 
That's um, a fun one. That's I mean, I also I, you're right though. It does also make me see red because I'm one of those guys that you know have to uh, just really bash my head against the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? In uh, every possible work. facet. There's no one we coming up to me like, hey, you look like a fucking idiot. You should be in the TV. She should be <laughs> in the same Maybe the you bell. get paid to be an idiot. We do get paid to be idiots. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh, I mean, so, the somebody, of I wish somebody discovered I've the three today. of us just sitting out in public being idiots together. Yeah. Hey, you three should be paid idiots. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh. How do you eat this banana? Exactly. You don't <laughs> yeah, even know how to eat a banana. Idiot. You're a fucking more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, beautiful. What a beautiful story. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of beauty, I can't see any beauty. I think I'm going. Oh, oh, we can't see them. All right, here we go. Down the rabbit hole. This one goes out to all you snake lovers and spider lovers out there. <laughs> oh. It is between this one named North of the Border A-list singer and the suddenly able to do a contractually A-plus list singer to see who gets the Super Bowl gig. Uh, I think they're both A-plus list. Um, we talked about one of them already about in reference to the Super Bowl gig. Now I'm forgetting, but was it Rihanna? No. Um, no, she's incredible. Everything she does oh, is amazing. Oh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> she doesn't have one name. Right. She's the other one. I see. She's, she's the, the one who you were mad they didn't say one. she was A+. Plus. Okay. So no, who's no, the con- she's, they said she's A+, plus, oh. this other North of the Border A-list singer, rapper. Um, it's down oh, to that one as well. Who's a Canadian one name? Like some young. Uh, Drake. Crippled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drake. Uh, crippled like in the young show. Crippled on the no, Basically handicapped on the show yes. of, uh, oh God, Degrassi. the end. Degrassi. Degrassi. Yes. What's wrong with you, Jackie? Unbelievable. Her brain has COVID. COVID. What a gaff. It is his muscular illness. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's taken you. Uh, it's taken. It has its claws in you. I'd rather watch Taylor Swift. I think on the Super yeah, Bowl. I yeah, so nobody too. wants Drake anymore. I speak for the nation. I don't Thank know. You. People still just listen to the music, and I always hear it's like oh, it's, that album was kind of bo- Boro Snore. Is it? Isn't it kind of sad boy? Uh, kind of Boro Snorro a lot of his stuff. I need to actually maybe go listen to his stuff. I actually I've heard feel like some, some of his stuff, stuff is like. good. Sa- I yeah. like, sad yeah. and it's I like, like that song, Enemies. I got a lot of enemies. I like that song. That's a fun song. I'm not mad at his music. I just feel like a lot of it sounds kind of the same. Yeah. But and that's, kind of mopey, I, I also, right? It's very mopey. Like, yeah, but I'm into the mopey. I'm, I'm into the mopey. Mopey's fine. It's the predatory behavior towards... Girls. That is the problem. That's the, problem. That's the main it's problem. The young. It's oh, so many yes. blind items constantly coming in about how he likes some young, too young. Yeah, he's like had a like text like a too weird friendship with Millie Bobby Brown when she was like yeah. sixteen. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, my God, what I would give to the to the gods and to the devil in his hell to see Taylor Swift grace the stage at the Super Bowl (laughs) halftime show. I invoke it, Lord. Please, God, give me this. I'm so little. You said the devil in his hell. wife and daughter, but I don't have T-Swift in the Super Bowl yet, and that is all I declare. I'll trade anything for it. I'll take these two out. I'll easily murder my co-host. Whoa, the snake and the the spider lover? Absolutely. The snake and the spider lover will be bloodless at the altar for Taylor Swift to play I'm the Super Bowl halftime special. <laughs> so um, that'd be fun. Though, I right? guess. Listen, I hope that sna- doesn't spiders happen. and snakes both do much more for the earth than either Trump or Elon Musk. That's all I'm saying. Yes, they do. You think Thank she'll you, play MJ. Style at it? 
No, you I think don't she'll think play that. Dress? Why would she play style? Do you think at she'd it? do delicate? You no, she she'd better play just song? play the greatest hits. Play the hits. Style the fucking a giant hit. For- oh, wait, do you think she'll do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she'll do Shake It Off for sure. She'll do Never she'll Ever have Getting to Back do Together. That. She'll, she's definitely going to sing. You think need she'll to sing Red? Dead. Do you think she'll sing she anything from the, the vault? That's. Um, you know, Romeo and Juliet. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love story. Yeah, love story. it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, love story. That's from back in the day. If she has long live, I was just listening to Speak Now the other day. I really like long live. Do you think she'll do that yeah. one? I don't think she's going <laughs> to do that one. <laughs> What's the next blind oh, item? Right, okay, we'll move it on. <laughs> These two former Disney actresses, all of you know, used to hook up from time to time when they were shooting their show together. One is um, j- goes by one name, Big It Girl right now. Uh, yes. And what show did she do? iCarly? Uh, she did a show with a... I'm going to say almost pornographic actress, uh, but not quite. Who's a lot of fun. People like how pornographic. People like how fun she is and how like. Miley Cyrus? No, she's like a bad girl. Yeah, kind of like Miley a little bit, but maybe a little less. uh, Bella Thorne. Yes. Ah. I watched that tape. I definitely. As as adults. Do you think they they fucking sniffed it or whatever? Do you think they got it? I mean, I think that like (laughs) if you are, you know, you're around each other that much, I would assume, you know, what happens at Disney. We should stay at right, Disney. Stays. We probably desperately yeah. wanted to stay at Disney. Right. I just love Zendaya so much, and I'm so happy that she was just nominated for a bunch of um, Emmys. And I just, I, I want nothing but the world for Zendaya. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely love yeah. her. So if, Did if I you want to get it, again, you get By the way, it. I always say Zendaya, so forgive me, Lord. It's fine. I'll only ever remember because Zendaya is me, G. And I will, I can't, it's the also, YouTube do we, video. I can't forget. Do we say this yet? I don't know how old they were at the time, but at least nowadays I'd watch that tape. Yeah. That's what I just said. I was like, I'll watch the tape. Th- th- not then. Yeah. Currently, I would watch the tape. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be fun. I would watch the tape. Do you think she'll play like... <laughs> do you no, think she'll do like look I what don't. you made me do she's never gonna be you, think, I, you mark I my word she she's never gonna play, do the Super Bowl look what you made me do but I do Why? hope she play I don't really like that one but I like it's a good I one. like I forgot that you existed oh I love it I forgot that you existed I think that's a fun I love one. that one look what good made me do is fine I guess that's fine I don't really have any there's not really any Taylor that I don't like yours tilted stage don't yeah dude that's a good one <laughs> so I like that, that one. That is a good one. That is a good one. Maybe she'll just play everything from her whole catalog or something. Like, yeah, it's she'll long... probably, yeah, she'll, it's just going to be a concert. Do you think she'll get Mariska Haggertay on the stage to be on for Bad Blood? Like, remember how Mariska Rag- Haggertay was in? It'll be a bit of a Riska to get Mariska, if you know what I mean. Uh... Isn't that good? <laughs> now step to the left. Now grab your own ass. Take it back now, y'all. Uh, all right, here we go. This is the last. This is a good little, this is some story time. Yeah, give us a nug. This former A-list, mostly movie actress who has essentially retired confirmed a story I told you many years ago that she used to be involved in drug trafficking. She's She did uh, quote-unquote retire. I think she just recently announced a new film project, though, because it was like way too early to re- quote-unquote retire, uh, which essentially just creates the news story around it. She... I had a uh, young man's boner for her when she first hit the scene. <laughs> That's not a hint for us. 
Cameron Diaz. Yes. Oh wow. I, I, I was just, no. I, I only know because I was like, I just saw. I was like, I saw an article. I saw an article about the drug trafficking. I saw an article. Just like Cameron Diaz. That's Cameron Diaz Cameron shared Diaz. that she believes she unwittingly served as a drug mule while attempting to start a modeling career in Paris. She said recently on a podcast. I didn't work a day. I was there a full year and I didn't work one day. I couldn't book a job to save my life. I got like one job, but really, I think I was like a mule carrying drugs to Morocco. I swear to God, it was before TSA or anything like that. It was like early 90s. They gave me a suitcase that was locked that had my, quote, costumes in it. (laughs) What? When Diaz arrived in Morocco, officials asked her who owned the suitcase or whether or not it could be opened. She eventually told them it was not her. She said, all of the calculations in my head went running back. Like, what the fuck is in this suitcase? I'm this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl in Morocco. It's like the 90s. I'm wearing torn jeans and platform boots and my hair down, and this is really unsafe. I don't know why we need the description of the clothing and the hair, but either way... I don't know. Yeah, this whole story is getting borderline racist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Not long. I was just white as snow. (laughs) In this country, terrified. Terrified. Like, by the sounds like you're in the airport in Morocco. You're fine. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it just makes me think of Broke Down Palace. Yes. I was always so scared when I saw Broke Down makes Palace. Me like, of, oh my god! It makes me think of Broke Back Mountain, which I don't even understand <laughs> Ooh, why. Yeah, I just want to see I two mean, cowboys fucking sucking on each other. You know, I'm always down. I'm definitely always. <laughs> what down. was Broke Down Palace? Yeah, it was Claire Broke Down Danes. Palace. And Kate Beckinsale, and they were two uh, young, they were two teenagers mm. that were like, they go to like Thailand, and all of a sudden they're like drug muling, but then they get caught, mm. and they end up in, they're sentenced to prison in Thailand. Gotcha. And it, uh, that movie scared the shit out of me. Uh, yeah, I think I that is probably a movie that might not hold up in terms I of don't the racism. I guess I can't imagine I'm sure I probably. know it doesn't. I haven't seen it since I was like 12 or 13 Same. and I know it doesn't hold up. It's just like one of those movies where it's like they step off the plane and they're in like Asia and then like all the music becomes very sinister. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> Evil Asia. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's like you're the criminals. Yeah. You're the right, one you're being the, the criminals. By the not long after that, by the way, she got the mask and the rest is history. So another one of those like just kind of fell backwards into a f- gigantic film career. Like her first thing she did uh, after quote unquote just like being a model in Paris but not actually working was like just landing the mask and then it was over from there. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of those kinds of stories today, just people landing roles ass backwards. You got to put it out there, man. Yeah. Maybe it's going to happen to one of us. And you got to put you out. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Got to put it out there. Ladies and gentlemen, I can see again and <gasps> we've made it. We've made it to the end of another motherfucking page seven. Sorry that y'all had to listen to my nasal ass oh. voices this entire time. I feel like time. you've been sick as a dog for months now though at the same yeah. time. So I don't yeah, even know what yeah. you're talking about. This is like your natural state <laughs> these days. Yeah, I feel like I definitely have like asked the gods of just like, what have I done? Like, what did I do? Well, this is actually pre-COVID, this. Jackie. I forgot that, like, because you, I was sick all the time. Yeah, you get sick all the time. I, I forgot because, like, you've been so, you know, we've been so safe and masky yeah. and inside. And yeah. but, but this I'm is, just one of those. Pe- I'm yeah. just a sickly person. Yeah. And I used to think it was because I smoke cigarettes, no. but I don't smoke anymore, so no. I don't know why. 
So um, if you're a doctor and you know why, let me know. And I, it probably means that I'm dying. You're like that boy in the mm. secret garden. The wheelchair boy. Oh my God, boy. I was just talking about the secret garden. Don't put me in the ice bath. Yes, you're going in the Don't ice bath, Jackie. Don't put me in the ice bath, please. And we've got to pump your legs. Please. I weirdly really wanted to be that boy. I was like, I, I, I want to be the sickly boy in the secret oh garden. Why? So funny. <laughs> I'll take care of you, MJ, in the secret garden. I'll be the little girl with a little hat on and hold it. You're going to be the mean father. Why were and we, we forced hate to you? watch that? Thing over and over, like I felt like I saw the play and I saw the movie. And I, know. I had to read, I read the, the book several times. I was just like I don't think I like. I don't think I've ever liked this. I don't think I've ever enjoyed this. Why do I keep enduring it? Like the stories you just had to be a part of over and over again as a kid. And you're like, why? Why am I seeing the play version of this thing? I didn't like the book version or the movie version of it. It weirdly it depresses me. It weirdly puts me in, throats. Yeah, it puts of me in like a bad it's very mood. Sad story. Every time I experience it, it puts me in a shitty mood. Why does my mom think I want to see it again in a play version? Oh, I love it so much. And why were we forced? Why were we forced? And that was um uh, that's our episode of page seven, yeah. guys. Thank you guys it's so like much. Indian in the cupboard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very sad. Fucking uh what was the 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 being uh Bobby Fisher uh-huh. or uh yep. oh yeah, very sad. They were sad. all just kind They're of lots morose of sad. children's Bobby stories. Fisher. Yeah, so much yeah, sadness. Finding, yeah, it was always like bond. You're just like, why am I Endure, searching like, oh. for Bobby Fisher. That's searching for Bobby Fisher. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's all those movies like that where I'm like, God, every time I experience uh, uh, Mr. Holland's Opus, I would put in that category. God, I love Mr. Holland's Opus. I do, all but these in the weirdest sad, way. Weird it was like because I just d- didn't have anything else to do at that time in my life, so I saw it three times in the theater, and I don't know why. Are we, are we gonna put Jack <laughs> in this category? Can we put oh, Jack? we're putting Jack in this category. We're putting Jack in there. Very, very Jack sad. And Click. <laughs> we're throwing Click in there as well. <laughs> yeah, all Thank those. Thank you, guys. God, you know what? Hit us up with uh, what weird, sad movies did you like from your childhood that we were all forced to endure over and over again? I'd love to hear it. You can hit us up at page7podcast at gmail.com. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow us on page7LPN on the TikToks. And you can also hang out on Sundays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie um I do the sims of our lives currently on Wednesdays and I am currently building yes even you MJ every person on LPN is going to be involved in the sims of our lives and uh I'll send you pictures when I work on your family later on today. Is that creepy? <laughs> Is that scary Please for do. you? No, I've never, I've never really gotten into Sims, and I've never been a Sim, so I'll be. I'm teaching myself now uh, how and to do it. They just added uh, trans uh, t- uh, tags and stuff. Right? Oh, they've got pronouns fun. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've got lots of like. They literally mods just and released that like a month or so ago, oh, which is pretty love cool. It. Good yeah. for them. Good for them. All right, check me out. Ooh, he's so saucy. Yeah, he's so saucy. You know that thing. All you snake lovers and spider lovers out there, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holden Nature's Ho. Uh, we have a great time Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Jacket with the Holdies on Friday is always a party with Jackie on my Twitch channel. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Holden Nature's Ho. Please definitely check out patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Every week we do talking TV. We're running up that hill these days and talking about lots of stuff. Jackie always comes and he's like, I 
I watch this show about people's heads getting fucking ripped off their bodies or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. I watch fucking fun <laughs> shit. So or way. a Mormon show, please. <laughs> or a Mormon show about sad Mormon people. Uh, but it's always a great time, and uh, there's so much content on that uh, coming out every week. And also, check out, please, uh, page7podcast at gmail.com. Page the numeral 7 podcast at gmail.com. Please keep sending in those conspiracy theories, uh, blind items, all of it. Um, thank you so much, guys. MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Insta. Hell yeah, it's time to sing the shout out song. Shout, shout, shout. shout. let it, it all out. out. These are the emails that, that you wrote in about. about. Come on. We're going to read them to you. Come on. Vroom, vroom, vroom. It's a car coming through. It's not a car. It's a lady. It's Jackie. And she's giving the shout outs. Thank you guys so much for sending in your amazing shout outs every week to page7podcast at gmail.com. I really appreciate it. And it puts a smile on my face, especially when I'm feeling so desperately alone in my COVID hole. I love you guys. And again, the email address is page7podcast. That is seven the number, page7podcast at gmail.com. First stop, we got a self shout out from you, beautiful Kate. Oh my God. My name is Kate and I'm a fifth year teacher. I teach at an all boys Catholic school, Mama Mia, and I love it. That's amazing. It has its challenges for sure, but I really love the people I work with and I've formed bonds with a lot of my students. I'm 28 and have only been at this current school for a short time, but I have been promoted. Congratulations. As anyone in the teaching field, Field will know there's not much opportunity for moving up in the teaching world unless you're going to give up teaching altogether. I'm going through some mega imposter syndrome as I gear up for the new school year and feel too young and dumb to be good as the new English department chair. English department chair, that's amazing! But I'm trying to tell my brain to be quiet. And Kate, I just want to pass along. I saw this thing on TikTok that was talking about, especially with imposter syndrome, that remember, if you weren't qualified for what you were being up for, you wouldn't even have the opportunity in the first place. So remember, you have built your way to get to the place to be given the opportunity where you can shine and you're going to kill it as the new English department chair. I'm so proud of you. Kate continues on and saying, I am also one of the youngest people on the academic council, the department chair's cool name for themselves. So here's my self shout out. And hopefully when I hear this, eventually I'll feel good. You will, baby. Thank y'all for all y'all do for our community. Whenever the last pod boys come to New Orleans, I go see them. I love all y'all so much. I'm not much for hugs, but I want a Jackie hug so bad. Oh, Kate, I will hug you forever. Congratulations, baby. And oh my God, Alex, I want to say thank you so much for the palladium photo shoot. 
absolutely outstanding. Alex says, I'm sorry, but you are welcome. I'm a student in the science slash lab aid. During chemical inventory, I thought of Riverdale and I thought of you. And oh my God, Alex, I am now going to think about you every time I think about Palladium, which is too often. But Alex says, would love a shout out to my husband, Joe, whom too I just married. Congratulations. We leave for Paris tomorrow. He is the sweetest being to grace this land. We went to the same high school, graduated the same year, grew up a mile away, reconnected on Tinder in Olympia, Washington. I couldn't do life without him. Feel free to reference my photos. Oh, I did. Thank you so much, Alex, for sending in such amazing content that I didn't know that I needed. Next up, we've got Heather from Boise. Heather, thank you so much for writing in. And oh my God, happy almost birthday baby Heather says just wanted to let you know how much I love your podcast Jackie you are my style icon and your singing brings me untold joy MJ you are such an inspiration and I relate 100% to your parenting stories finding something to feed my picky children is a daily frustration as well and don't worry Heather I forwarded it on to them Holden you are hilarious and I will never tire of your too swift talk which thank god because we got a lot of it in today's episode July 14th is my 34th birthday and the best birthday present I could receive would be Jackie shouting, happy birthday to Heather for the whole world to hear. Heather, girl, I hope you have an amazing fucking birthday. And I hope that you just have everything that you want. I hope you do something fun. I hope you eat something amazing. I hope, oh, if even your wildest dreams that you get to have a hot dog, if that is something that you enjoy. Happiest of birthdays to you, Heather. And we've got a best friend shout out, best friend shout out from Katie to Claire. Katie says, I wanted to shout out my best friend Claire because July is our one year roommate anniversary. We've been friends since we were 12 and 20 years later, the stars have finally aligned for us to live together. Before we were roommates, she used to fall asleep on my couch and I'd have to poke her awake at 3 a.m. and tell her to go home. But now I just leave her there past out. Out, mouth agape because she's already home. She makes me laugh till I fart at least once a week. We sob together when we watch our comfort movies and we scream together when we rage watch Say Yes to the Dress at 1am. Sometimes I'll come home and hear page 7 or a Holden meditation from Roundtable emanating from the kitchen while she's making a giant sandwich. And I think how cool is that that I get to live with my best friend and see her every day. Claire, I love you so fucking much. I hope we're still doing the same stupid shit together when we're 90. Love, Katie. You guys are adorable, and it sounds like one year deep and you don't want to rip each other's throats out. I guess you're great roommates for each other. Congratulations! That is not an easy thing to find. And I want to give a shout out to Shelby. Shelby, thank you so much for writing in, because last week I was talking about, I love hearing updates from people and Shelby said last year I shouted myself out for living through a major depression. I told you all about my psych hospitalization and how I was struggling, but how every breath someone with chronic illness takes is a fucking triumph. I also shouted out my business, which led to some sales. So thank you so much. I'm so happy to report that although I still deal with those same demons, of course, I am still here. I listen to Jackie read my words often and I cry about half of the time. 
time. Good tears. Feeling heard was such a positive thing for me, and this podcast is such an uplifter. I love you all so much, and I know we will all get through this together. We will not stop fighting. I love everyone so much, and I hope y'all can feel my good vibes. And Shelby, I do, baby. And I hope you can feel my good vibes coming right back at you. All of my love to you, Shelby. All of my love to all of you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for listening through the shout outs as well and helping us bolster each other in our beautiful, amazing community. I love y'all so much. Be good to each other. Put out good energy. Lord knows we all need it. And we will be back next week, babies. Love you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. We're gonna make it out of here. We gotta work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I-team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5.